This is college football. It's absolute best. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the night. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. McGrath for the win. He got it. If you don't like college football, and you watch this one, I'm not sure what your problem is. Read it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Thursday, April 20th. It's a good time. It's a good time to be here. It's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of weird. There's not much to talk about, but there's also a lot to talk about. <laughs> what an intro, though. New intro? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Well, you I, uh, killed it, dog. Thank you. I'm 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 pretty critical of my own work, so I'm not you know not perfect. Um, but I think it's improved. I like adding us into it. That first video will always get me hyped. The the one of us at LSU. Um, I got a good screen cap of it. I'll have to send it to you here in a minute. Um, but yeah, great. I agree. That's that's some electric content right there. Uh, our boy A Dub is gonna love that. He is. <clears throat> he is. He is. He is. Um. Oh, I guess you got a friend to talk about. Real quick. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, threw me off with the, the well, awesome. I, I, I thought we were, I thought we were going to get into everything, but I noticed that you we still have to do an ad read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we the new intro is throwing us both off. We <laughs> had no clue what was going on. Uh, I, I am going to tell you guys about our good friends over at Underdog. Underdog is Knoxville's best sports collectibles store with a wide selection of UT cards, autographs, and memorabilia. Whether you're looking for a Peyton Manning autographed helmet or the most recent Topps baseball card release, you'll find it at Underdog. The shop is owned by UT graduates and proudly sports UT sports by hosting NIL events throughout the year. Stop by the University Commons Shopping Center next to Publix and Domino's to check them out. Open six days a week with live YouTube shows three nights per week. Remember to always bet on the underdog. I'm fired up. I love underdog. And they're in my DMs. We're talking tops baseball card really, baseball card break. It's happening. Time and date TBD. And I think we're going to work it out to where I'm going to be in store. So I'm, I'm fired up. That's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. Can I be there? Like, I, hope, I can be your lighting guy. I hope you'll be there. <laughs> I might just have you commentate. Um, because, <laughs> you're like, you're going to show me the card and be like, who is this? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, I'm kind of just banking on getting a baseball player I'll know, which is probably like one in one million odds. So um, dicey for sure. I feel like Tobbs, I feel like you're you're gonna get people you know. Yeah, I think you'd be I mean, surprised of how many you will know. Yeah, no, I think I'll know some, but undoubtedly I won't know at least one. Yeah. You're gonna get some bullpen guys that you've never heard <laughs> <laughs> and probably can't pronounce their name. So good luck. Yeah, unless they've been in some like pair I think that's gonna be the best part of it is you trying to like figure out how to say their name. I may just mispronounce every name on purpose, so you'll have yeah. to figure out which one I actually don't know. There you go. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I am excited for it though. It's gonna it's gonna be a ton of fun. Not not a baseball guy, but but a baseball guy. So. Yeah, 
We were talking about LSU uh, in the intro, and I actually have the cup from Fred still that I'm drinking out of. That rocks. I I regret – I live with regret every day that I didn't buy that shirt from that girl. She was going to give it to me, the Fred's button-up, which is I wish we would have known, like, you could go there in the morning and get, like, free steak. Free steak and T-shirt. And they were going to give us a T-shirt, too, and uh, they were just out. Like, we ran up to a cool bartender and just kind of talking about what the game day environment is here, and he went and looked for a T-shirt for me. And was just going to give it to me, and they they were just out. So that was unfortunate. Yeah, they're out. <laughs> no button up. I, I did ask for the button up at first, and I will get my hands on a Fred's button up one day eventually. Yep. That is my only goal in life right now. No, sorry, second goal because I haven't done the Topps baseball card release. I know I'm kind of putting in my head that it's happening, but I got to do that first. Then Fred's Fred's button up. You're. I mean, you're eventually going to be a huge baseball guy. By the end, by the end of this year, you'll probably be like a massive baseball guy. Right, market. You, heard you might be an insider by the time we get done. Does baseball have insiders? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but Buster only. Yeah, there you go. Sure, I don't know. Jeff Passan, dude, I gotta say that I thought the pitch clock was stupid. It has made games easier to watch on TV. MLB games. I don't think it's changed the college game that much for me, but MLB games for sure. Well, it's it's definitely like shortened the games in college. So, like, yeah. well, I was talking about it with my wife. I'm like, she's like, yeah, it's tough during baseball season. You always have a game, and I understand that. But it's also been a lot better. Like, I'm not getting home as late, like, on midweek games. And um, right. now maybe it's hurt Tennessee because the way the season has unraveled. Um <laughs> But it's been nice to get get home a little bit earlier than I would if there was no pitch clock. Yeah, for sure. See, it's definitely sped it up. I feel like in college baseball, there wasn't that much – there wasn't as much dead time between pitches. It didn't feel like it. I could be completely wrong. Someone may clock it and and tell me I'm wrong. Whereas watching MLB games feels – used to feel so slow. I, I I didn't feel like I if I went to the kitchen and got something I didn't feel like I missed a thing like it was insane so mm-hmm. yeah it's just it, it feels like I could sit down and watch like I can flip through the channels and then I can watch a, you know half inning or an inning and, and then flip whereas I feel like I'm used to flipping and I saw two pitches and was like I've been here forever move on yeah so but now the the caveat of that is. Now, like, you can't even, like, go to the bathroom or you'll miss, like, an entire inning. Yeah, no, for sure. But that's, that's the beauty of it, man. You got to hustle. It's like football season. You got to you just got to wait for that that uh, mid, mid-inning there. Yeah, I try to pull, up, pull it up on my phone before I go to the bathroom so I can wash it while I'm pissing and then come back. That's a seasoned vet move. I do. Yeah. That's genius. Although you do get thrown off, you know, especially with, like, YouTube. Cool. You can be on some crazy delays. Yeah, it's very delayed, but at least I I get to see what actually happened. I don't have to just hear the crowd and like put it together. I kind of like that. I kind of like going into the the troughs. Sorry, I almost said urinals. That is sacrilegious of me. The troughs at Neyland and guessing what happened based on the crowd reaction. It's kind of a fun game. See, I only get up during um, – I never get up during TV timeouts. I feel like I don't have enough time. I, I mean, I, I, I bet I use the bathroom three times in Neyland. Yeah. During gameplay last oh, season. Wow. No, probably total. Probably oh, total. 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 Okay, okay. Probably, honestly. Probably. Was, yeah, like I go before, like as soon as I get in the stadium, I piss. And then I will try like right at halftime. Yeah. 
I didn't move from my seat against Alabama. And there's a lot of games where I would just go to the bathroom just to kind of reset my mental state. Yeah. In the past. It's nice. I, I like going in the concourse when no <clears throat> one else is there, but that's that's a rarity. It's usually like you time it up perfectly with a timeout or something, and no one else is out there yet. It feels good. Yeah, and then you're a little bit different than me. I've also not only got a time good uh, good sections of the game, I'm also in a position where I have to time good sections of like how easily can I get down there being 40 well not 46 rows up because that's from the bottom being like 20 or so rows up mm-hmm. and then t- tucked in a little bit i have to i have to have a clean gap before i can go so it's, it's a game dude it's it's challenging it's stuff you got to think about you can't go in there without a game plan yeah yeah you have to be very strategic that we don't get enough credit for how like strategic we are in bathroom breaks and we didn't miss a national anthem this year well, That's how oh, fast yeah. like cleanup time at tailgates didn't miss a national anthem this year. Yeah. And like we don't, it's not like a slow process. We are just all of a sudden time to clean up and we're go full yeah. tilt. It takes like, I usually come around and we'll tell people, Hey, we need to start cleaning up. And then I forget about it. And then somebody else will tell me, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's what I was doing before I got stuck doing something else. And then well, we see, I'm, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm, well, you are the one that says it, but as soon as you tell me, I'm like tables down, I don't care what's on them. Tables down, fold them up in the truck. Let's go. See, and then it's all chaos. And when it's all chaos, I kind of lose train of thought. Like, I don't know what to do. So I just go for the chairs. I know how to do that. I don't need anybody else to help me do that. <laughs> Those don't so even I have bags. Chairs. Our tailgate chairs don't even have bags. I know. I just fold them up and put them in the car. <laughs> it is like, it, it's an art form the way, the amount of stuff I get in that forerunner, it's an art form. So like, I kind of have to pack it. Like yeah. no one else can do it. You kind of have to know how it came out to mm-hmm. put it back in. So it, yeah. it's I'm like not mad it. about, I'm not mad about it because you want to pack it right. It is what it is. I'm just saying we have it down to a science. Mm-hmm. I don't miss national anthems hat off, standing in my seat, not standing in my seat. You get it. And uh, we sing loud, go America, and uh, just wait for the – Tennessee has some of the best flyovers, so just wait for that killer flyover. I mean, it's, it's incredible. I mean, the the true, like, give your all for Tennessee, we do that every Saturday. Every – everything. Even when – even when there's not games. We, <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> Those Saturdays are big. I love this tangent show. We're going to get right into basketball. Not basketball season, but big basketball news. There's actually, I mean, there's a lot of news obviously going on, but the specific one's pretty big. Um, Vescovi coming back into the fold. Let's go, man. Let's go. We couldn't leave East Tennessee with that accent. That Dude, give like me that just arm got it. We got to bring it back, right? How many times do you do it this year? I don't remember. I don't. Yeah. Any. And, and- – we didn't shoot that well from three, so I'm thinking there might be some, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that's what it was. More on bites equal more made baskets. I you mean, don't think we shot science. from three better this year than last year? What was our Is that a real percentage? question? Well, I mean, I, I just percentage for the full year. I mean, up until December, we were good behind three. I think we're like two forty nine or something, two thirty something, in three that's point how percentage. That's how bad it was. I mean, that's like, that's how bad it was. Yeah, in three point percentage. So yeah, it, it wasn't good. If it was worse last year, I forgot about that. I'm glad I did. 
I mean, last year was very similar in terms of scoring droughts. It felt like we had no, you talked about it. We had to get a new team in here, which I know that lends away from Vescovi, but that's not exactly who you were talking about. Definitely yeah. not who I was talking about when we said new team, uh, kind of get some new blood in here, but. Without Vescovi, I mean, we would be dead last, 100%. Yeah, and I don't think Vescovi's – like, I'm not sitting here like, oh, he's one of the best guards since he has or anything. But as far as this team goes, and, and right now what we know about next year's team, he's your best three-point shooter. And losing him would have would have been a tough hole to fill. Don't know if it was impossible because um, he wasn't excellent by any means. And then, you know, obviously had some troubles at the free throw line. I mean, the, the way he can shoot from – 27 feet and, and beyond sometimes. Um, <laughs> I mean, dude shooting from a different zip code and he's shack at the free throw line is a little mind boggling, but I do think it's huge to get him back. And um, it's also just another veteran. And, and that's, I hope that means something. Yeah. I think this is the best news that like in terms of anybody coming back, this is definitely the best one possible. He was your best player last year and no one, if if you're denying that, I don't know what you actually watch because he carried that offense, especially when Zakai went down. Um, and he was playing some of his best basketball, and then he kind of it was he was still our best player, but it just seemed so forced because he literally had to carry us on his back. Um, yeah, and I think you know a lot kind of went in his decision to come back, whether that be you know just winning or of his girlfriend or NIL or whatever, you know, it, I'm sure a lot came out, but I'm sure like losing last year, the way that they did, it was a bad taste in his mouth. And I think he wanted to rewrite that. Yeah. I think, I think that's gotta be a big part of it, especially he's a guy who, yeah, he, without COVID, he would have seen his eligibility be up, but he also came in mid year, his first year. So um, he hasn't gotten, a full taste of, of a of four years. And, and so I'm sure that kind of leaned into it. Like it, it doesn't feel like he's been here forever. Whereas yeah. some of the other guys that are at their graduation year, we were actually at his first game. Do you remember that? Yeah. Thanks Landon. I do that LSU game. <laughs> I do remember that, but he was the Pretty only vividly. That wasn't a good thing, but yeah, he was. No. Yeah. It made me feel worse, way worse, <laughs> but I appreciate yeah, that was, it. Yeah. That was um, really 33% this year. Shout out to Blake. Blake Sansbury. 33% this year, 36% last year. Um, Blake, if you want to dive and into what? like the from three, 33% this year, 36% last year. Oh, as a team. Okay. So we were, but yeah, as a team. I so that kind of I would like to see the December. I don't know, because going into SEC play, we thought this was going to be a better shooting team. And the bottom, I guess, just fell out. I don't I don't know. We wasted it all early. Um Instead of getting it all out of the way in February, we, we did it in December. So maybe if we're moving backwards, I guess we are getting closer to March in a sense. Yeah, I guess. Some There's what? A million ways to skin a cat. It's one of them. Just <laughs> move in one direction. I, I know the um, opposing defenders are pissed off that they have to follow around the SCOVI for another year. I mean, that seems like the worst job possible. Yeah, FAU did it pretty good, so I'm going to just... Damn, Negaball. <laughs> Are you even excited that he's coming back? I mean, would you rather Uroch or Olivier come back? No, I'm, I'm very excited for Scovey. I defended him the other night. I, in a way, defended him. The person wasn't, like, hating on him. But, um, yeah, I, I just... It's one of those things I'm... You know, it... 
He has he. I mean, it's just true that he's not. He's not the end all be all for this team by any means. He's not. Um, but uh, you feel he's a lot he's better. a benefit. He's a benefit. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You feel he's, a lot better because he is coming back. For sure. Yeah. But I I just don't mean if he had left, I don't necessarily feel bad about this team. Is what I mean. Oh, I kind of disagree. I would feel. Because, I mean, like, yeah, you got some transfers. We're about to talk about them. And maybe they are, will be good. But I don't think, like, the transfers that Tennessee has gotten from mid-major programs have been absolute crap. I, I'm i not – I am not – yeah, I, it's it, – I'm not – I feel better about Vescovi than I do the two transfers right now. Yeah, end. 100%. Yeah. Um, so don't misunderstand that, that I'm like, get out of here. Like, well, I think on, you also get some leadership one. that I don't know if he's gone. Like, I feel like it's kind of like Tennessee baseball right now. They're like, who is it? <clears throat> and see, maybe there is a ton of leadership on that team. And it's just, it doesn't look the part, but I don't, I don't see it with any of the older guys right now. Like I, I, right now, your motor the the straw that stirs the drink, Sakai Zewood. Like that's the guy. That he's the he's the leader on the team. He's the guy that everybody he they, Tennessee plays at the pace he plays at. And I know it's easy to say, oh, he's the point guard, but he's grabbing guys after plays. Like he's one of the more level headed guys. It seems to be in tense situations. He's knocking down. It seems like every time big shots comes his way. Like that's just it. It's not Santiago Vescovi to me. See, I kind of disagree. I think it is Viscovi. And I think Zakai as much as Viscovi, but I think both those two is what kept Tennessee afloat last year. I think when Zakai yeah, went down, yeah. yeah. When Zakai went down, it was bad and it, it was kind of all eyes on Viscovi because that's all Tennessee had offensively. No one else could do any. I mean, you had Olivier go off against Duke. You knew after that he wasn't coming back and, and duplicating that. So it, it was. Just Viscovi and Josiah didn't, you know, show up in the NCAA tournament. So, you know, it was just Santi. So I think it is huge for him to come back from a leadership standpoint because I think he is – and he is that clutch factor, even though I know it wasn't that way from the free throw line. But big shot after big shot, it was Viscovi this season. I guess it's not his fault, too. Um, when I, you know, I mentioned it just felt like the the big shots didn't fall because he did hit, he did hit a lot of, um, I'm, I'm like, I just, I can't think of the right words to say it. He hit a lot of big shots. It just felt like they never, they were rarely the thing that either turned it around for Tennessee or won the game for Tennessee. It was just, and it's, it's got a, it's a team thing for the most part. Like it's, it, it is what it is in that sense, but. Um, and he couldn't do it himself, but it just felt like it was never enough with with him for whatever reason. Um, and I know that's not on him. He plays good defense. You mentioned it. He runs. He's one of the few guys on offense that moves off the ball all the time. Yeah. And so I I think it's good for Tennessee. I just yeah. meant I especially just, I, especially when Zakai is you know he's probably not going to be a hundred percent during that you know those first man. couple. Don't you? I mean, he's he's going to be full go for an exhibition game against Tusculum. <laughs> 30 points. Marking points. Actually, no. I mean, Tyree Key is, you know, he's the exhibition king. Yeah, that's a good point. So, uh, maybe it's one of those 
transfers, and then you know maybe we'll never see him again after that. I don't want to, you know, take that. Sure, but That's I mean, yeah, right. I I don't. It, it wasn't. I, I didn't mean that in a like negative way of against Vescovi to say that I don't think he's the end all be all. I just, and I I will say of the guys returning, he's the best one I feel about that for sure by a wide margin. Mm-hmm. And I do think if somehow Josiah Jordan James comes back, is it May? So a little little over a month or less than a month away when they have to make their final decision? Yeah, they're going to go through the NBA draft process, so they probably won't make any decision until they go through that. Right. But but it's 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 a deadline's coming up, isn't it? It's relatively soon. Yeah, it, it's probably probably a month or something. That sounds right. Yeah, um, but I so, just don't. So, so going into that a little bit, I mean, I understand Josiah. Like, you served your time. Like, it's. I, I get it if he doesn't return. Yeah. You know, I, I think he can go. Um, I think he can just go like overseas and play. I mean, maybe he finds some G League spot and then goes overseas. Um, but Julian's is one where it's so weird, and people can kind of compare it to. The Kenny Chandler, he's like, oh, he made so much money in the second round. But Kennedy, I didn't think would go that much higher in any other draft. If he came back for another year, I don't know if he goes much higher the next year. Julian Phillips, I feel like he has the size and athleticism to be a lottery pick, maybe. Uh, I mean, there's a that's a big jump of improvement for sure. Oh, I agree, but I think I think there like there's money to be made if you come back and show you're improving. I don't. I don't disagree with the premise of Kennedy was Kennedy's biggest knock was his size, and yeah, he wasn't that's not going to change. Yeah, and that's why he didn't get picked as high as he probably would have if he's three inches taller, a little bit longer. Right. Whereas, and I think that's probably what's going to get Julian a good draft grade is that he has the quote unquote NBA size. Like that's the frame they want, and, and so. Again, I still agree. I agree with you that that means like there's probably money left on the table still, but he's gonna get a probably better grade than he is foreseen right now, just because of that. I think not yeah. just not just because of that, but that being one of the reasons. Yeah, I mean, if if you're getting a second round grade, I feel like I know again there's money to be made, and you're probably gonna make more money in the second round than you would in nil in college. <laughs> I get it. Um, Come find but- out, baby. Let's see. Yeah, but but if you really think like you could be a draft prospect, like a high end draft prospect, you absolutely should come back. I mean, I, I think getting some I, of these transfers, especially if they land the Northern Colorado kid, I think they're assuming he's not coming back. Right. And that that assumption may already. I don't know. That assumption may already be there. I, I think it there's a be. lot of. Unfortunately, I think there's a lot of things that go into that decision more so than maybe just the player, but I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I, I'm interested to see what happens with them. I mean, I, I I wouldn't hate if either of them came back either. Um, I think they'd both be good for this team next year as well. Again, not an end-all, be-all for me, similar to Vescovi, but – I think it would be a good thing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think, yeah, I definitely think there's money to be made if he came back. But if he doesn't, whatever. I mean, it, it's going to personally like pay it. your NIL 
Yeah, it, it's it's going to be a completely different team anyway. Um, mm-hmm. when it, in terms of looks and, you know, roles and different stuff like that. You know, I, I know we had a question about that, and I guess I want to get to part of it because part of it is a baseball question, so we'll wait. Um, Ethan Cundiff says uh, – with new transfers, Santi staying, ideal starting five. Oh. Ideal starting five. Are we including Zakai in this? Or are we waiting? Is he is he technically? Yeah, let's, let's right go now. like you like your best five. Um Zakai. he's he's healthy. Yeah, he's healthy. Zakai, um, I mean it's gotta be Viscovi at the two. Um we'll go Julian and Josiah not coming back. Okay. God, there's just so many unknowns and so many guys I think got to make improvements. It's Jonas at the five, though. I think that's undeniable. Where are you at on those three positions? Because those three I'm I'm sure of. Where are you? Dude, I mean, yeah, I think Jonas is at the five. I would have a hard time saying Tobey Awaka is not starting. So I guess it's, for me, I know so much about two of the guys that I want to put the four and the three, but I also think there's room that they could maybe not be starters. Not to say they won't play, but Jemai Meshack, I think everything tells me like what I've saw late in the season. He's a guy that, I mean, I don't know where Tennessee's at if he doesn't step up when Zakai goes down. I really don't. And maybe BJ Edwards gets more time and, and, and finds a role and is good. But um, I think his improvement just in the last two months month and a half was, was pretty massive. So, I, I mean, I think he's got to be in that starting five right now. But I also just, like, I kind of hope the guy's behind him, not a knock on, on Jamai. He's just got a lot of long way to go in his offensive game. Like, my hope is that maybe someone gives us more offensive than he does defensive, hopefully. Yeah. I guess we're assuming Urosh isn't coming back and Olivier isn't coming back. <laughs> I'm worried about Urosh. I'm I don't sorry. think he'd be welcome back. Move on. Move on. Go on. Yeah. Next. Next. Um, I I, th- I think it's Adu at the five, regardless. In my like, it's gotta be. I th- I think it's Tobe, and I think if depending on matchup, yeah, you could go Jemai at the three, but you can also probably go Chris Ledlam. I think that's transfer. the guy that again, that's that offensive question I have. Like, can his offense be good? Translate because Jemai is gonna get the lean right now, being so sound defensively. Yeah. And he's much improved offensively. I need him to score 18 points a game. <laughs> Desperately. <laughs> <laughs> I is love, dude, is I the Ivy it, League as good as the SEC? I want to tweet it so bad when we announced today that Tennessee was doing a home-and-home home with Wisconsin. I'm like, oh, are we just going to see how low we can keep the score? I think we should see who can score less, their football offense or our basketball offense. <laughs> Could get interesting. Because they're another like really slow team too. So if we played quarters, it would be awfully close. The first quarter over, or first quarter, uh, yeah, first quarter over under would be yeah. very close. It mm. might be like a girls, like a high school girls basketball score at the end of it. I I I think I mean a lot of people seem to like Chris Ledlam. Um, I don't know if that's just now that he's wearing the you know orange. Right color. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if that I mean 18 points a game is impressive, but like it's let's not forget it is Ivy it is the Ivy League, and I know what you're saying, Caleb. Look at Princeton. I mean, come on. 
are you an idiot? And and I mean, yes, I am, but let's not pretend it's it's exactly the same. Yeah, because you also got to take into account EJ Anasicki didn't translate. I think James Daniel was the leading scorer in the NCAA, and he averaged like what three points a game. Um, Tyree Key averaged like twenty at Indiana State, and I don't understand that one. That's one I will never understand how we saw him just light it up against Gonzaga. Yeah, and a lot of people have some like weird speculations. I mean, it seemed to me like Rick green-lighted him the whole season. Yeah. So I don't I, – I mean, I don't – I will never make sense of it. I don't even try. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so we got some transfers. Let's get into them since we're already kind of talking about Chris Ledlam. Um, he's the forward from Harvard, average 18.8 points per game, 8.5 rebounds per game, uh, first-team Ivy League selection, um, and a uh, – what do you call that? Academic All-American, yeah. Sure. Smart guy. Are they graded on – like, are they on a different curve than the rest of the country? Because I just feel like a lot of those Harvard, Princeton, Dartmouth – Yeah, I feel Yale, like you should, probably... like – if you pass, you should be an academic All American. <laughs> I love the videos of the the Princeton guys doing homework on uh, during the NCAA tournament. Um, that's probably fairly uh, unusual. I'm sure there's homework being done. I just sometimes question if it's the the starting forward or uh, you know at, who's doing the homework. At Missouri, yeah, no, specifically who's who's doing the homework. So, <laughs> um, so uh, and he played Kansas this year. So, I mean, people want to know like how does that translate? He did score seventeen, had nine rebounds against Kansas. Um, I know the field goal percentage wasn't fantastic, but it was against Kansas. So, um, I'm sure he had a ton of help at Harvard to scoring against Kansas. <laughs> Hey, uh, but, Harvard, dude, what are you doing? But you need you needed to add a guy that, and I don't know if you watch his highlights. And again, you got to take it with a grain of salt because it is highlights. But he can drive to the basket. He can go down low. He can body somebody. He's kind of got that. Dare I say, Grant Williams body? But I, he, I mean, that's what he reminds you of when you know he gets the ball down low. He can um, shoot them some threes. I think he shot around thirty percent from three, which isn't great, but. I mean, for a big guy, I guess, you know, you want to prove that you can knock some of those down. Um, and he can get it at the top of the key and drive to the basket. Now, again, it's got to translate to better competition. But, you know, I do think this is something that Tennessee needed, a guy that can score offensively down low and a guy that can grab rebounds. Yeah, like you said, you mentioned kind of that Grant Williams body. I mean, the thing that stood out to me initially was his length. Well, first – no, sorry. First, 18 points per game. Fired me right. <laughs> yeah. Second was I, he looks lengthy, and I mean I know he's forward, kind of expected, but um, that's I mean I think that's that's huge for this team. That first off, I mean they just want to play good defensive basketball, and length helps. So yeah, here's to hoping it translates. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, then you added um, Jordan Ganey. I keep wanting to call him Justin, but Justin is Tennessee's assistant coach. <laughs> Um, he's guard from USC upstate actually played Tennessee his freshman year. Um, didn't have a fantastic day, but Tennessee's defense. And I guess when you're coaching against 
your dad, he kind of knows your weaknesses. So I'm sure that didn't help his case. But uh, 15.2 points per game this season. Uh, shot over 40% in his career in his two years at USC Upstate. So that, that's what stuck out to me, 40%. Hey, when you're that bad at shooting, what did Blake say? 33%? Sign yeah. me up. <laughs> Let's try it. Like, and it can't hurt. Yeah. It can't hurt. And he scored 13 against South Carolina this year and uh, 24 against Clemson. So, so uh, I think you, you desperately know, two need outstanding teams this year. So that was that's good. Yeah. It is power five, though. Damn it, Kate. Good point. Dude, I mean, just I, I'm here to poke holes. Your negative energy is is killing me. I'm sorry. I I, I did nothing. You're in John, you're Johnson City. Are you are you mad about something? I did nothing but cheer Tuesday night. So I don't want to hear it. John, I made one of us. Jesus. <laughs> um, Landon, yeah. Landon retreated. Um, Troy, I'm trying to think of his ad on Twitter. He always goes to the concourse, but Landon just retreated back to. <laughs> the football stadium. <laughs> I mean, did not hold the line at all. I need to go he back. Got to the place. bunker. <laughs> I need. I need that happiness, man. That's. Uh, I'm relying on you to give me some, and and you're not giving it back to me. I, I can't. I cannot provide the happiness you seek, my friend. Well, I mean, I went to the vol sign. You got it right behind you. Yeah, I mean the vol. I thought that's what you meant. I didn't think you meant the stadium in general. I, I just. I every time I drive downtown. I just I marvel. Um, one day I'm going to drive off Henley Street Bridge, and what happened? He just he got it, Sue Allen's on, right? No, yeah, for sure. <laughs> don't sue Allen's on. Don't, no. don't. I will haunt you from my grave at the bottom of the Tennessee River <laughs> with the goalpost. Oh, I'll be impaled by the goalpost. That'd be a sick way to die. <laughs> don't disagree. Yeah, there. I mean, there was, there was contemplating jumping off something on Tuesday night. That was not great at all. That's good. I mean, Lindsey Nelson isn't big, you know, large enough, just quite yet, for that to be an issue. Whereas, if someone like me, if if I had season tickets at the top of the stadium, I think they'd have to build the the soccer style cage, but instead of around the field, they have to build it around the top of the stadium. Yeah, it'd probably be worse. It would just like break your legs. Um... <laughs> Like paralyze you, you wouldn't actually die if you jumped off Lindsey Nelson. I don't even know if you'd be paralyzed because that might be an, an ups. Like at least you know something bad happened. I think you would just be in the it, hospital be, with two broken legs, and, yeah. and people would look at you like you're an idiot. They might feel bad for you if you're paralyzed and not <laughs> yeah. <in> broken legs. <laughs> yeah, you can't do a GoFundMe for broken legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what kind of insurance this guy has? Can't pay for two broken legs. Yeah, yeah. There's no <laughs> GoFundMe's for that. You got to make it worth it. Uh, NCAA hearing. Yeah, we know a lot of information about that, so that's fun. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really. I mean, I guess we're talking about it just because I think it's hilarious to think about what they're actually talking about in there. Because I mean, this went on for like ten hours today. So you think they're just like like I picture they're in this big room with all these tables. And they're just talking. You're like, on the right track. And they're just talking about how stupid Jeremy Pruitt looks <laughs> for all the infractions and his staff committed. And on top of that, they're looking at his record, and be like, "And you still didn't win." Do you think they've mentioned his record yet? Oh the, God, the, I hope so. 
I love that I Casey, Casey Pruitt is taking <laughs> taking a lot of this too. She's a ride or die. Like respect nothing but the utmost respect for Casey Pruitt. Jeremy, on the other hand, Casey though, that is a ride or die girl, and and I applaud her. Absolutely applaud her. Um, yeah. Following Adam Sparks of the, of the new Sentinel has been fun. Um, him and Brent Hubs. I don't know if anybody else is there. They're just sitting outside because no one's allowed in. And also no one's allowed to discuss it because there's a gag order. So it's just funny to me that there's two reporters there covering it. Um, and apparently there was some, some food swiped off the, the, the Tennessee uh, snack table. I, I hope they're getting better lunches up there. I hope Tennessee isn't making them eat finger foods for lunch after having to sit and listen to Jeremy Pruitt say, I is, is feeding the, the NCAA members. Is that a bribe? <laughs> um, are we committing I mean, new infractions? Right I'm just going to safely <laughs> assume that everyone on that committee is a scumbag. Yeah. Um, one of them's a former attorney general of the United States verified scumbag. Um, so I don't know anything about him. I just assume if you, got to that position of power, you're probably a scumbag. Attorney um, General sounds so much cooler than it actually is. It sounded like maybe. it sounds like you served <laughs> in the military. <laughs> it does have general in it. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Uh there are some interesting cats on here. So I'm I tried to I looked at their page, tried to get a rule on this uh in, infractions committee, tried to get a feel for what's coming. Um in the words of my good friends, Chadwell Mitchell, this is the biggest group of nerds I've ever seen. And they don't look like they're going to favor uh, Tennessee at all. I just had to get that feeling other than, um, other than Bobby Crimmins, who is the, the head basketball coach at App State, Georgia Tech, and College of Charleston. He kind of looks like a guy's guy. He's a, but he's the head coach there of all three. No, he, he, he did coach there. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> Might have. I mean, Bronson, oh, he's yeah. not even serving anymore. I knew it. I knew. Only cool guy. I knew he didn't serve in the military. <laughs> he didn't the have only general. Only cool guy name. we had is is done, and that's that's not good news for Tennessee. Um, but yeah, just a bunch of nerds sitting in there listening and, and asking probably the dumbest questions of all time. I've seen U.S. Senate hearings. I got to imagine this is somehow dumber. And, well, if um, you're saying there are a bunch of nerds. Pruitt definitely has to have like some interpreter in there. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, he can't. He, say? <laughs> he can't understand this at all. He doesn't know what's going on. He's just trying to trying to get back to Alabama to coach, and I can't blame him. Um, how many times have he used the phrase? I don't know how much you know about football. If I were him, I would have gone in there, just guns a blazing with that phrase. You're gonna. They're going to do something absurdly stupid to you. And you're going to probably have the ability to sue because it's been shown they have no teeth. And just go in there and just let it rip, dude. That's the thing about the NCAA that I just don't understand. It's like Tennessee did everything you want an right. institution to do. It's like cooperate, let you do the investigation, and then, you know. Assisted in the investigation. Yeah, and then Which, here, to be fair, and a get lot rid of, that of everybody. They CYA. want you to get rid of everybody, and, and and yeah, do all the things. So, so I, I don't, I don't think this is entirely true. It's kind of just my uh, hurtful. Like I'm very hurt, and being a Tennessee fan for my entire life, and I just like I I I can feel hurt coming in the dumbest way possible. <laughs> I feel like somehow the fact that we bought out Sounds healthy, by the way, 
right? We bought out Philip Fulmer instead of saying he knew he's gone or he should have known he's gone. We bought him out, acted like he did everything he could. He served us well. Thank you for your service. Recruiting is pretty good, huh? Um, I feel like that somehow is going to bite us in the, in the ass. I don't know how it doesn't logically make sense to me, but that's what I am. That's going to be like their death penalty thing. They paid Phil former $1.5 million for buyout. They didn't care. I don't know what it actually was, but you know, they didn't care. They just wanted to get rid of a bad football coach. And, and to that, I tip my hat to Randy Boyd and Donde Plowman. They saw he was a loser, kicked him to the curb. Um, if you're winning, that stuff is, is covered up much better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know really what to make of, of this at all. I, I think it's you, for the reasons you mentioned, like Tennessee followed everything. They also, the NCAA said they don't want to punish current players. So a bowl ban being on the table, which has been, been reported, that, that that's what the NCAA wants that Tennessee would not agree to, uh, doesn't make sense at all. And I, there's rumors going around, I think, Austin Price has said it to be, you know, said that this is the case that Tennessee is it. Was it Austin that said this? Tennessee would sue if if they were to get a bull ban, which kind of seems. No, I mean, they would fight that for fight sure. Fight it, yeah, and you have like, to. Yeah, I don't. I, I I would think there are ways to fight it within within the NCAA before going straight to lawsuit. Now, imagine it, it has. I mean, to at the point, like, is parties. it just like appeal? Here's your, here's your punishment. Appeal. Here's your punishment appeal. Like, is it just like a never ending cycle until, you know, both parties kind of get what they want? I dude, I don't, I have no idea what's about to take place. I mean, I, I do think it helps that Greg Sankey is there because I'm sure that he doesn't want a bull ban because that is money out of his pocket. Yeah, no, I, I think Greg. And Sankey the thing with the bull ban, they should have just, I think they thought that they could just do it from the get go, but Tennessee was actually good from the get go. So, you know, it wouldn't have mattered if we were winning three games. Like I thought, also, I think everybody thought we might. To be fair, Jerry Brutes last year, Tennessee opted to not play in a bowl. I feel like we should get that. That should be a spot. It. We didn't want to. We didn't. We didn't go to Memphis. That's it. Done. Yeah. Also, we got hosed in Nashville too. So done. Count it. Yeah, that bowl was never played in my mind. <laughs> yeah. So no bowl bands. Um, I mean, I would be fine with with finding like our gymnastics team. Um, I don't know, find our gymnastics team, like a million dollars. Don't allow them to ever compete in the NCAA tournament. Um, I don't feel bad for them at all. Uh, take away every scholarship they have. It's totally fine with me. Yeah. We don't actually okay. have one, correct? <laughs> I hope not. I don't think so. I'm <laughs> okay. 99% sure. You, but yeah. When you said it, I was like, me. I was like, I get it. And then I'm like, Hmm, do we have one? Yeah, no, I'm, 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 we don't, but yeah. also the, the, um, person in me that is not confident at all is now questioning my own joke. Well, do, find I the equestrian, to. find the equestrian team. I don't, I don't, the, or crap, we do have a rowing team, the sailing team. We'll just take I, away get rid the, of them all. Take away the walk-ons, you know, no more walk-ons. Take away their Dabo Sweeney like, Dabo applauds Sweeney. that decision. <laughs> Which is unreal because like, he's literally, doesn't he have like guys like on his team that are like his sons that are walk-ons? They're probably on scholarship. You think his sons are on scholarship? I don't no know. way. Isn't well, Venables isn't his son there too? Yeah, but his son played. I don't know how good he was, but didn't his son play? Yeah, mate. I mean, he was there. 
Herb Street's boys, are they on Scully? Isn't Bear Bryant's um, grandson there or something? Uh, maybe. Something Tyson, Paul Tyson, does that sound right? I, I, I didn't know Bear Bryant's grandson was playing college football right now. I mean... Would you tell anybody you were Bear Bryant's grandson if you oh, played dude. college football? I wouldn't tell a soul. I mean, I guess you'd tell people in, like, Alabama, right? Unless it was to get a free meal, I wouldn't just volunteer that information on the practice field. Yeah, or, like, at a... Out of a ticket or something? Oh, definitely out of it. Oh, if I got pulled over by Alabama State Trooper, I mean, I would have a sign on the back of my car. Did you hear Bear how Brian Trey Smith got car. out of a ticket? Oh, no. Is this a – uh-oh. No, a, no, he he was telling a story. It was like something that, that Tennessee posted today. Um, and he was like, yeah, when I was making my decision, he was like, I was going like 70 and like a 55. And I got pulled over by a state trooper. And he said the uh, guy came up to him and he was like, oh, you're uh, you're that Smith kid, right? And he was like, yes, sir. He's like, slow down, go balls. And just walk back to his car. It's awesome. That is awesome. Um, that's probably why the NCAA is trying to hammer us. We got Trey Smith out of a $200 speeding ticket. So Honestly, like if that ever happened to me, like I was like, oh, you're, you do more important issues, right? Go balls and walk back to his car, dude. I just quit my job and just do this from now on. <laughs> <laughs> that'll pay the. I was like, <laughs> that'll pay the bills right there. That free ticket. I was like, it was meant to be. That's uh, no, that's that is that is awesome. Um, I'm glad that Trey Smith didn't have to pay that ticket. Glad he, you know, didn't get it. Glad he didn't not show up to court. Glad he didn't then get pulled over uh, one random night on the strip for going, I think, down the wrong way, maybe running a stop yeah. sign something, and then end up in jail after calling Jeremy Pruitt, and that being the stupidest shit Jeremy Pruitt's ever seen. I that is a hypothetical, yeah. but I'm, I'm just really glad that didn't happen. <laughs> so uh, about the the hearing, I just don't understand like what they're wanting in terms of like. Why is this? I, I'm kind of. I mean, you're literally Tennessee did everything you want them to do, and you still didn't like kind of let them off the hook. So I mean, no one is ever going to allow you back on their campus ever again. See, I yeah, I, I think Tennessee was dumb for doing that, and, and I'm worried that maybe a bit miss like maybe initially it was misguided because as far as i can remember i don't know this for sure all of that occurred before danny white was the ad they brought in investigators that were there to assist tennessee and they had tennessee's interest which i think is good um but but help with the ncaa investigation i i hope moving forward tennessee has learned its lesson because this has happened before we've seen uh people cooperate and, and still get screwed uh missouri namely um so yeah i think Oklahoma state's another one yeah and, and so i think maybe danny white knows and knew i hope and is i mean his, fa- his entire family has been doing this their entire life so yeah i i, I think it's pretty clear not to uh cooperate with with them ever um it's pretty – and one thing I do kind of want to know, is this just a – like, is there a chance? And this is where I don't think – again, going back into the Philip Fulmer thing similarly, 
is this something that the NCAA is just trying to show its teeth and at the end of the day they'll fold to Tennessee? Or are they trying to show their teeth in the sense of we're going to hit you with everything we can? Like anything we can get to you, we're getting to you. Um, I don't know. I think it is kind of that. I'm I'm hoping, I guess. You think think they're snarling, they're not going to bite. That's your – okay. I I mean, I think there's a chance because, I mean, those show causes on um, Niedermeyer and – who's the other one that agreed? Felton? Uh, Felton. Yeah, Sheldon Felton. What a wild name. Um, <laughs> they weren't they weren't crazy. I mean, they weren't good show causes, but I think they were like four and three and four years maybe. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, for guys that coached on a three-win SEC team, they weren't going to be coaching anytime soon. So yeah. who cares? Um, well, and some of them, like Derek Ansley is a defensive coordinator for the Chargers, I think. How mad are they? How mad are they? They're like, this guy didn't even show up. Oh yeah, apparently he was on a Zoom. He showed up. Oh, okay, Zoom so he, today. he did show up. Okay, yeah, but he doesn't care. <laughs> it means nothing no. to him. He's in he's in the NFL making a lot of money being a defensive coordinator, and that's, I mean, that's and, probably the best thing for him, honestly. And I said this jokingly, but I want it to be clear: I'm not joking. Um, MSB, what's his name, Muhammad? MBS, Mohammed bin Salem. If you were looking to invest in college football, if you like what the SEC brings to the table, I will be your biggest supporter if you fund a new football league right now. Tennessee, hear this from me. I'm the high power. I can make this happen. Tennessee will play the NC State opener next year in Saudi Arabia. If you get us out of this right now, just let it be done. We'll bring <laughs> Alabama with us. We'll leave, like we'll bring Kentucky with us. I, I you'll get the racehorse environment, we can maybe get you into that scene. That is a just stupid, obscene amount of money scene. Um, we can get you into that. You can embezzle all you want through that. Like, I, we can do something for you. Just, I mean, I'm so sick of the NCAA. And it's going to happen eventually where there is a breakaway. I don't know exactly how it'll happen because I think to protect money interest, I think it'll take, like, it, it, maybe not the entire Power Five, but, like, Big 10, SEC, Big 12, or ACC. Uh, ACC is kind of struggling in terms of their contracts right now and their perceived worth. So maybe Big 12 or like a mixture of Big 12, ACC. So I don't know what that breakaway looks like, but I know it's coming. We'll be talking. I mean, assuming we're doing this podcast in, in 10 years, we'll be talking about it. Yeah, I mean, if the if the SEC gets any more teams, it might just – that's why I think having – Greg Sankey there probably helps tremendously because, I mean, he's way more powerful than the NCAA ever thought about being. Yeah, I think I think him being there is in the interest of Tennessee, but only because it's in the interest of the conference. Um, I and can him. tell you right now, yeah, Greg Sankey ain't riding for Will Orange. Um, no. He's not. I, I think, though, I think it does. Like, Danny White seems to, to kind of be in – seems to be a good uh, good politician, if you will. Um, yeah, he's a good mix of like understands the fan base and understands the the politic aspect of it too. Yeah, he's the he's the the all American dad. You know, he can drink beers with the boys, but the police show up, he'll answer the door, like he'll and he'll handle it. So yeah, um, yeah, he's he's I think he's got it under control and the sense of like if anything does go wrong, I, I think tennis. I think Danny White has a good chance. Because of the guys he's gotten in his corner, he has a good chance to right the ship. And um, I just hope I hope Phil Fulmer had to fly 
fly a commercial there. Um, <laughs> if any, if he was on any Tennessee private jet, bill him for the gas because I know he used more than he should, and then that jet should have. Um, I hope no, he's that's staying. A, in that's a, the thing. Are we still paying the NCAA for the investigation? <laughs> um, we're definitely still paying our lawyers, and I'm sure very good money. Uh, I hope he's staying in a suburban hotel. If he's in a downtown, is it Louisville? Louisville hotel, man, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I thought it was Cincinnati. That didn't sound right. All right. Yeah. It's an interesting, I mean, it, it, it's going to be when all of this eventually comes out, it'll, it'll be a while because like I said, it's sealed and um, be a minute before anybody can get their hands on, on the information being said in that room. It, it's going to be really interesting to hear what the NCAA is wanting and, and their justification for why they should get it. Yeah. I just think if the NCAA is going to come in and say, like, we're not trying to punish current players. Well, I mean, if you're taking scholarships or, or you know, I don't know we mentioned a bull ban, but that's that's doing the exact opposite of what you said. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm also – I, I kind of hit on this. Fine. That's why, maybe that's why we paid five bucks to get in the orange and white game. This is what we're paying this fine that the NCAA yeah. is just going to give us at the end. Of the I'm assuming they're trying to lobby for lack of institutional control. Um, and they're probably trying to – the reason um, Pruitt is fighting this, I mean, he's been out for, I guess, two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's wanting probably a two- or three-year show cause, similar to, to the other two that have gotten it. They're probably trying to slap him with a Donnie Tindall level. I think he had an eight-year show cause, um, that type of deal, and that's what, what he's fighting. And, and again, I, I, I hope it's just the bowl ban with Tennessee. Like, that – which is, I'm glad. I'm not saying we should have agreed to it, but I hope it's nothing like a, a Donnie Tindall level show cause type deal. God, he can't wait to go back to Alabama, can he? No, and I mean, I don't. I mean, he could go the Donnie Tindall route and, and try to find an NAIA job. Wouldn't be a bad deal. In Alabama. What are they doing? What are they doing in Hoover High? They hire him. Didn't Rush Prost just get a new job? You might need a defensive coordinator. Yeah, who's a. Who's that guy that always tweets about Rush Probes every time he gets a new job? I, I don't know. Maybe that's probably how I see it. Is that Dan Harrelson? Is it Dan Harrelson? It might be. Shout out to Dan. I'm a, I'm a big Rush Probes fan. Any guy that can coach a high school football team and manage two families, hero in my book. Most <laughs> most high school football coaches came and be there for one family. It's true. I'm sorry. That was mean to high school football coaches. Some of you all are great. <laughs> So. The dude, I I am a new I am a massive fan of the Carter football coach. Um, followed him today on Twitter. Uh, anytime there is a high school transfer, that dude is all over it, and it cracks me up every time he doesn't miss. It, it's funny. It's it's very entertaining. What does he say? Uh, just different stuff. I mean, like today with the I don't know if you saw Alcoa got a new one, mm-hmm. um, and he just he just said like don't say anything, don't say anything over and over again. Stay off Twitter. Stay off Twitter. Over and over again, um, he said prep extra pouring the salt on the South Old football uh, with that photo. Por- hashtag portal picks. There was a player that transferred. I think we. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, he's fired off some some other ones too. Uh, I think when I talked about high school kids announcing transfers, I think I saw it because he retweeted it. <laughs> hmm. Like he quote tweeted it. So yeah, he's a he's a good follow. Um, I think I think he's a uh, sticking it to the man. I like it. I think he's gotten into it with some Fulton coaches on Twitter Jesus. publicly. And I, I just live for that stuff. I'm glad they don't, don't do it privately. Let me in. Let me see. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. 
Is it really even an argument if it's just between two people, if they're the only people that see it? <laughs> yeah. Tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it. I mean, yeah. Make a sound. That's a good point, Landon. Every if you argue with someone, gotta be public on Twitter. Yeah. Good point. Um right. baseball. Man. Baseball. Can we talk about the NCAA more? <laughs> yeah. Man, it's uh it's it's rough. I thought, you know, getting swept by Arkansas, I thought that would, you know, maybe start a fire, but man, I mean I guess it did the opposite of what you wanted the fire to, to do to you. Um I mean it's just it was bad Tuesday. Um pitching wasn't good, offense wasn't good, defense wasn't great. I mean we just I've said this over and over. If, if it's not one thing, it's another. Um, right. That seems to be the the common occurrence with this team. And, and then you welcome Vandy, who you know you swept last year. They're going to have this one circled. And I know it's it's become a rivalry, but I just have a hard time seeing Tennessee staying competitive because they haven't been competitive the past two series, really. Yeah, and it's just frustrating because the the improvements you make, it feels like you take two steps back, and it's mm-hmm. it's just. And I, I mean, a lot of people pointed out that while this year's been been really the only disappointing, but a disappointing year so far, and and that window's closing, I will stop saying so far. Eventually, like at some point, it's just got to be it. And I hope I hope it does turn. I hope we break through that window. Um, but I mean, Tony Vitello prepared everyone for that this year was going to be um, tough year. They're gonna have to figure some stuff out. It's just. I, I hope that there would be things figured out and there's just maybe there were too many things to figure out and not a, you know not enough time to address. I don't know, but it's like the improvements that they've made have been small and then the errors that have come have hit a lot of it. And it's just yeah. – it's tough. And, and, I mean, I think – I don't want to confuse that I don't think they're mad or frustrated about it. It shows. Like, I'm not questioning that they want to play better. That's not – I don't know why people think anytime you criticize a team, you assume that they're not fired up, like they're not. But it's just – it doesn't seem that whatever is – they're trying to get going, they're trying to – it's happening. Yeah, and I was talking to a guy at work, and he's like, hey, what? Like, what's going on? And a Water cooler talk? Yeah, and it was actually in the bathroom, actually. Ooh, um, peeing? Piss, piss dogs? It was It, it was Pooping. after we, we washed hands. Um <laughs> You know, just standing around the uh, the paper towel dispenser right there. Oh, um, wow. Wow. Vanderbilt Mortgage uses paper towels still. They hate the environment. You heard it here first. Warren Buffett, not a big fan of the environment. <laughs> it is one of the – you just swipe your hand underneath it and it comes out too. So Doesn't matter, <laughs> dude. Killing trees. Pretty nice. I mean, he um, left the East Tennessee here soon after all the module homes and paper towels get, get made. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're – we're doing our part with inflation. Um, <laughs> so we're out, he was like, what's going on? And, you know, I just kind of broke it down. I was like, you know, there, there's an issue at catcher. Um, your best player, one of your best hitters, again, is having to play catcher because you got you got kind of hosed the past two years in, in catcher. And we've mentioned this on the show. But the, the West Virginia kid retires from baseball. The, the Austin P kid goes into the draft. Um, so you just haven't had a really good option at catcher. 
you know, you add, you lose that whole nucleus of guys and the leadership seems to be an issue. Um, and there's just, you, you get these transfers in that have come in. I think Zane Denton's done a fine job, but the other two guys have really struggled. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not bragging on these kids. You know, I, I want them to be good more than anybody. I I pay a lot of money to sit in those seats right next to them. So, you know, I, I want them to play well. And, you know, I, we do a show strictly for Tennessee baseball. So um, it definitely helps it out if Tennessee's playing better. So um, it's – that's an issue. Shortstop is, is an issue. They mm-hmm. can't – you know, if they're getting better play at shortstop, may, I mean, they, they can't put everything together. Hitting-wise, it's not working – um, they can't move runners. They they don't play small ball. They struggle defensively. I think their pitchers, you know, it's a lot easier to pitch when you know that lead is is fine. It's a lot easier to pitch. You know, the guys behind you, if they hit one up the middle, nine times out of ten, they're going to go get it and get you out. And th- yep. this team hasn't done this, done it to this point. And I think that's part of the, the pitching, but pitching hasn't been – the issue, yeah, they leave some balls over the plate that they shouldn't on 0-2 counts and things like that. But last year, that didn't matter because I was going to say that that's happened. That's been a thing with every Tennessee yeah, team yeah. since it, has been it here. It didn't matter because you knew that that lead was protected, or you know, if you give up a two-run home run, hey, guess what? We got you know one through nine that can come and, and change that in an instant. Right. So yeah. I think a lot of it's confidence. Um, I do think there's talent on this team, but it's 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 been bad the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean that's that's the that's one thing. I you don't have to be a baseball guy to to watch a game and understand that a lot of the mistakes Tennessee's making. Um, I mean, if that if that crap just happened to you, like that's tough to overcome, and and Tennessee's doing it to themselves, and that so it not only hurts you in the game, kills your confidence. It, it's a it creates a, a mess that that is a mental becomes a mental hurdle and um i tennessee certainly needs stuff to start going their way but they've also got to do a better chance they got to do a better job of creating opportunities too and and there's a there's a gap there right now and i i i I hope this is the weekend that gets figured out i mean I, i hope it is i hope you see a lot of success at the plate um i mean just and i think too just don't like the mental errors are getting frustrating and they're just, you see them happen. Like the, I can't remember which one it was that it was the, the strikeout throw out that it was just like that stuff right there can't happen. And you feel good about winning ball games. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I can't imagine what it feels like to be in the dugout too, to, to know that mistake happened, probably avoidable, definitely avoidable. And now you know. All right, how do we overcome that? And and yeah, I don't. I mean, I mean, just like stuff like that is so deflating, like that. And then you know, you the other night you got a leadoff double. The next two guys strike out. I mean, it's just yeah. like we just don't and, have a lot of those dogs in this lineup. That's like, hey, no matter what you throw, you know, you're not throwing it by me. Yeah, you know, you but, had Drew Gilbert and you know Jordan Beck and. Um, you know, who else? Even Liam Spence a couple years ago, Max Ferguson, those guys like you weren't strike Jake Rucker, those guys weren't striking out. 
Well, I feel like just uh, one thing that this team's missed, and, and you've seen it in spurts, and it encourages me, and then it, it just goes away that even in the strikeouts that there were there were times you would see you would see Tennessee batters in the past two years that went down early, 0-2, and they would still make the guy throw eight pitches. They would still just yeah. fight in there, and they might strike out at the end of it, but they fought and they made the guy earn it, and, and that just it feels like that's lacking. And and I'm not hitting a baseball is one of the hardest things ever. So I'm not like, I know it's not easy, but again, it's one of those things you put yourself in a hole that you, that's tough to dig out of that. You talked about that confidence that when you got either a team behind you, or if you're the pitcher, you know, you're throwing good stuff or this guy just can't see the ball for whatever reason tonight. Like that confidence feels that way. That same guy, you talk about lead off double two strikeouts next guy up to the plate. If he's been struggling tonight, he just saw two guys wave at him. Like, that's tough to to overcome. So it's gonna take it's gonna take more than just one guy right now stepping up and and changing flipping momentum to to have a shot at, at getting this entire team to to move that direction. Yeah, and we can't we can't turn double play to several lives either. That's frustrating oh. to me. But we, we just we'll hit him to run into first. We'll hit yeah, him. Take the, <laughs> take the leadoff runner and be done with it. We're not yeah. throwing this one in the dugout. Like it's we're good. Yeah, it's going to be tough this weekend. You know, you got, you know, a lot of left-handed pitching coming at you. Um, really good left-handed pitching in, in Vanderbilt. And then you have one of the best base runners in, in all of America, and Enrique Bradfield Jr., who, you know, if he gets on base, you might as well just go ahead and give him third because <laughs> we can't throw anybody out. I mean, Tennessee's throwing one person out in SEC play. Yeah, could can we get him pulled over going to the stadium? Get the opposite Trey Smith treatment. Yeah. See if we can get him out of the series somehow. I'm not looking yeah. forward to watching him run bases. I mean, I just want Tim Tim Corbin to check somebody's bat. That means that's another. That means you're in the the yeah. right direction. But that's another thing. If like what we're gonna see with Enrique Bradfield, if you can't throw the guy out at second, don't throw it into that. Don't throw it into center field. Yeah. Yeah. Don't it's give like, him third. Make him go at least. Run to third. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we don't help ourselves out at all. No. Last last week was very frustrating. Yep. And, and time's ticking. Like, if if they don't get something together soon, I mean, they are they are in serious hurt of missing the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I mean, we, we've said it every week. This window is so – is getting tighter and tighter, and now it is. And the way you're playing right now, I mean, you can probably kiss that goodbye. I mean – you know, Vol Shop, whoever, you don't have to worry about printing those regional shirts. <laughs> I mean, they, they ain't gonna happen. Doesn't look like doesn't look like that's occurring. Um, I, it's not gonna be a Knoxville regional. Um, nope. And and those have man, those have been fun. It's been good environments postseason baseball here in Knoxville the last few years. So that's really disappointing that 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 they don't get that. And then I know that you know this year the crowds haven't been great due to a number of things. Um, not just the play. I mean, the weather for the most part. Has not especially weekends. I feel like weeknights have been the best weather. Am I crazy? Yeah, I mean that's that's the way it's been. Yeah, it's been crap. So many many things playing into that. But uh, maybe you get a good crowd, a good rowdy crowd. I we talked about doing beer review with Joey Boots there, and and I think maybe we just need to do beer review at the whole stadium. Get everybody in on the action. And I'm going nachos. Get a little liquored up, baby. For Joey or you. No, I'm I'm gonna do my nachos. I want people to review the nachos. I want people to taste what I'm tasting. I need I need uh, I need a beer review from Joey Boots. I need, that's what I need this weekend. Uh, I'll Venmo you on me. 
No. Actually, I'll demo you half. That's an expensive beer. <laughs> no. I, I I already told him what to do. You can't change it now. No, I'm saying don't Venmo me. I'm not Venmoing you. I'm Venmoing Joey. Oh. I'm a, I'm going to record Joey it. Joey Bills. Joey Bills. He's got plenty of money. <laughs> He's a highest paid actor on the show. <laughs> Are we all actors? Is it scripted? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. We scripted. need to do it. We need to see what an AI pod AI. We're pretty much the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do that uh, next next Thursday. We talked about what show we should do. I think we should do an AI show. Let an AI per, like put together the show. Oh, see what it cool. says. All right. I don't I don't know how that works. I've never I've not done. Is that real? Is that, yeah. Can that happen? Yeah. I'm you pretty pay sure. Somebody to do it? Have, like, what? what? I, I think doing like a long form podcast like this would cost money. Uh, I've used Chat GPT just the like type in the prompt and it'll write something for you. I've done that. Yeah. Um, I haven't got anything quality from it. I, I tried to get it to write some jokes for me for this. You're show. the reason our robot's going to happen. <laughs> it, we're done. You're giving them too much power. It's already, it's already happened. So <laughs> I do have a question about Tennessee baseball from, it's the first part of Ethan Cundiff's question. He said, I know this is a must win series, but do we need to sweep Vandy to get back on track? And why do y'all think our offense has been so up and down? You want to take that one, or do you want me to go? <laughs> I mean, I'll let – I don't think I have a good answer, so I'll let you. Um, I, is this – do we have to sweep Vanderbilt? No, but I definitely think you need to win the series to get back on track. Um, and, and you got to play better. You know, you can't just get – you can't get run-rolled. And <laughs> I think Tennessee should needs a nice showing this weekend. Even if, like, I don't necessarily think they have to win the series. But it, it would be a great start to, to get back on track if they somehow, you know, pulled out a series win against Vanderbilt because you're at home. Um, you know, it is a rivalry, and I think you'll kind of put a lot of people on notice if you're able to win that. I mean, they're a top-five team. So I think that helps you in terms of, you know, seeding for the NCAA tournament. And then after that, I mean, you got Georgia, you got Kentucky, you got – Mississippi State, who, you know, I think all three of those are winnable, but the way you've been playing, especially the last four games, I mean, there ain't no way you're winning all three of those series. And South Carolina is going to be a tough one at the end. Um, It just doesn't get – it doesn't get a whole lot easier. It might get a little easier with – but Georgia, they they jumped on Arkansas tonight. They were up by three runs, so – I mean, you can't look at that as a for sure win because I just don't know what Tennessee team is going to come out there. And in terms of the offense, I don't, I don't think they're good enough to just go up there and swing every time. I think there needs to be a little bit of small ball, kind of like Tennessee's team of old before they had the star power that they did. You know, it was moving runners, it was you know competitive at bats at the plate, like you're talking about with with Liam Spence and. You know, you had Max Ferguson who could um, bunt it down the third baseline. I mean, they sh- we have so many lefties, they shift to the right side all the time. <laughs> I mean, if we can just prove that we can bunt it down third base, that fix a lot of problems. Yeah. And yeah, we'd I mean, get more people on second base, which we wouldn't have so many freaking double plays. <laughs> Don't count on that. 
God. Yeah, I just think it has been tough, you know, having to replace everybody. I don't think there's any denying that. I think they're hoping they get more from the transfers. Um, Griffin Merritt and Maui have, have just really struggled, especially in SEC play. So, yeah, it's this would be the week to turn around. Like you said, I don't mm-hmm. think you need a sweep, but this would be the. Definitely but I do, I do think there's talent there, and there's a lot of young talent. I mean, I, I think Dylan Dryling, Kvars Tears, you know, those two guys need to be in the lineup. Uh, I think they're too good of hitters. I don't care if we have nine left-handed batters. You got, you got to find your, your best lineup at some point. Right. Right. Yeah, haven't found it yet. It'd be nice to yeah. have a hint of it, right? And I don't care who – like what – hand the pitcher's thrown with, I need Zane Den on the left-hand side. That's his power side. I need balls hitting into our, our bullpen. Over. I want him over. Yeah. I want him in whatever passenger seat. Yeah. No, please, God, no. <laughs> Strive Ravens car this weekend. See what happens. That would probably be even worse, actually. <laughs> um... All right, let's get – you got any more questions? We do have some more questions. All right. Um, let's see. We're kind of – we're running running tight here, so I'll skip one, but we'll go uh, – or one of them. Do you agree with Aaron Murray that Joe Milton is one of the most talented QBs in the country? No, is the most talented. Oh, sorry. Not one of the most. The most. Um, I mean, raw talent, how can you disagree? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess not. They're still in college football. Yeah, that, that's where I get. Like, right. Caleb Williams, I would be like, I mean. But, yeah, overall, like, ability, yeah, probably he's up there. But I guess you could say the same thing for Anthony Richardson. That doesn't always mean anything. Right. Yeah. So I just got to see it. I got to see it. Oh, 100%. 100%. Could be, yes. But – I guess from everything like he's shown, like it's not like he's just a brand new starter. From the stars he has, I would say I don't agree. But I love Joe, and I hope he is. Yeah, and I mean, I think that we, we kind of talked about this last week in terms of everything Hinton Hooker had set up in front of him, or that everything Hinton Hooker did. Like Joe Milton has that path of success um, in front of him, so I think there's possibility that he could have a similar trajectory. And mm-hmm. I think if that happens, mixed with the raw talent, he his name will be mentioned with how we just said it at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And he's just such a likable guy from what he's, like, kind of been through. You know, in terms of losing his starting job, sticking it out with Tennessee, he didn't have to do that. Um, and him finally getting his time, I, I think, is, is really cool, and I hope it, it really works out. Um, right. For his sake and also mine. All right, so I just, I'm sorry. I I just researched it. I, I think I can – I'm going to try. I've got a lot to do this weekend, but if I can get some free time, I'm going to try to get our voices cloned and, and see if we can get an AI podcast for at some point. Okay, I'm soon. Yeah. I'm ready. Also, that's kind of scary. <laughs> we won't put in me dropping the F-bombs. We don't need that kind of language. Um, our AI podcast. 
Which one are we skipping? Are we skipping the second one? Yeah, well, so I think we've got them all. Okay. Well, we do good. have how many points does Chris Lillum average? Oh. Huh. 18, baby. No. <laughs> 20. 20, yeah. Better surrounding cast. He's got to be better, right? Like that. Absolutely like that. Yeah. Sign me up. That sounds good to me. 20. You heard it here first. <laughs> if he doesn't, then Caleb's. Well, I'm landing. <laughs> I was like, no. All right. Stupidity? Stupidity. I've got a few here. Okay. Rattle them off and then go to bed. I'm tired, man. Oh, can can I mention one thing? This I'm, I meant to mention it with Chris Ledlam. It was really cool how Harvard tweeted about, like, congrats to Chris Ledlam for mm-hmm. committing to Tennessee. I think that's really cool. Harvard of the South. They've been saying it for years. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't – you're not going to see that very often, um, but I think, you know, these smaller schools, like, understand. Well, can you stay for it? Like, he is he, is he a grad transfer? Yeah. Yeah, can you – I don't know if you can stay for a – I think you're done after four. I think he had to transfer. So, that's probably partially why you're seeing an Ivy League. I don't think you get an extra year in Ivy League. Oh, okay. Well, that makes yeah. sense. Well, it's still really cool. It class. is – no, I, I – I, sorry, I don't want to, like – Disregard. I think it is. That cool. makes I'm sense. Just saying that they could. It's not like they could have retained him. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know how. I, won't, I would still wonder how often you see that, even with that rule. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's All stupidity. Right. Stupidity on Harvard. No. 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 Um, my first one's me. I, I need to issue a personal apology to our good friend Austin White, Kentucky fan, mm-hmm. known. Hater, um, big great league. realtor, BB, terrible, BBN. yeah, terrible picker of sports teams. I'll let you decide what BBN stands for in this context. Um, I texted him last Sunday. I just, I, I was, I just like glanced at it and saw it. And to be fair, eleven point seven did tweet. It's not the first thing. It's what happens when you just scroll through Twitter, not paying attention. All I read was. Kentucky is the real deal this year, confirmed. Which I thought that meant they beat LSU. And they were up Sunday at one point. So it wasn't like they never were up. Mm-hmm. But the first part of the tweet was LSU wins the series against Kentucky. So I can't read. I texted him, congratulations. That's a that's a he probably thought I was talking trash um at first. And so I do feel bad and I and I also feel stupid and making a dumb guy feel stupid is tough to do, but I did it. <laughs> uh, thought I had another one. I've got one more or I got two yeah, more go actually. Yeah, uh, one, one we, one we hit on. So we'll just get into this. Um, I don't know if we need to talk about it anymore, but um, Dabo and Clemson are currently at, at 88 scholarships. Limits 85, if you didn't know. And uh, he said he would take away three from walk-ons. And he said he didn't care. Um, You know, be better. Um, You know, Jesus didn't get a scholarship. He he just – he had it all ready to go. And he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Um, I just – I think Dabo's a disgrace to humanity. He said he would – he's the LeBron James of college football at this point. He said he would quit when players got paid. Now they're getting paid, and and the ones that aren't getting paid, he's he's also 
um, going to charge him money. So he's <laughs> he's just doing the opposite of, of things he said. Uh, he's the antichrist as far as I'm concerned. And I think, it's, yeah, I think it's pretty despicable. I think Dabo should be ashamed. Uh, whatever church he's a part of probably needs to tell him not to come back, to, you know, disassociate themselves with, with Dabo Sweeney. He is solely the, the good name of Clemson. I mean, there's got, I mean, it, 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 it's insane. He hasn't been baptized enough, <laughs> I think is what you're getting at. Yeah, that 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 water in South Carolina doesn't doesn't do it like that. East yeah, it, it stream it, baby. There, there's a little bit of pink involved, you know. It's it's not completely white. After that, yeah, um, it is funny to see the trend of which Dabo's always been disliked, but Dabo becomes more and more hated by national people, and Shane Beamer becomes more and more endearing to. So Clemson's going to have a struggle. To be fair. Here, a problem with Shane Beamer is he gets the 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 people that hate him. He gets the they hate you too much treatment, which gets more endearment. Did you see him tweet at one of his players? Hmm. And he was clearly being sarcastic. One of his players played Augusta National, not Augusta National, Augusta Country Club, and he they tagged that player tagged Shane Beamer in it, and he replied on. Gonna try to pull up the exact one if I can do it fast enough. Um, He's the. I love the fact the that office. I got tagged in this pick, even though it wasn't, I wasn't there. I was hard at work in the office trying to make our program better while you guys were out enjoying the day. Did I get tagged because one, you missed me? Two, pouring salt in the wound. Hashtag hope you shot one hundred. Like clearly, just just yanking this guy's chain, <laughs> just giving him a hard time, just guys being dudes type deal. And um, I think it's corny. But uh, I don't know why people would think he's being an asshole. He's just being trying to be funny, and you can argue whether it's funny or not. But it just seems like Davo is always trying to keep score. Like even in the off season, he's like, "Man, how can I one up somebody? How can I?" No, he's bad yeah, at how it. How can I like, dude? Let's let's get TikTok famous. Let's do um, <laughs> let's do another ad. And Shane Beamer's even better at that <laughs> than him. Shane Beamer's even better at that than him. I listen. Shane Beamer, corny dude. The office video, I mean, I only hated it because I hate South Carolina and I hate him. But if Josh Heupel did that, I, I would have retweeted it a <laughs> times. I mean, hammered that retweet button. And Dabo's out here making his own TikToks with the dumbest rhymes I've ever heard. Yeah, and him doing the gritty. Um, Good God. <laughs> yeah, so – he should probably stop yeah. keeping score. Um, I got one, and it's our boy uh, Dylan Bloom, who's in in town this weekend. Oh yeah. no! He um he went live accidentally after we went live last week. <laughs> it was a good picture. It was, it was like eight seconds, picture. and somebody actually replied to it and said, "Totally just thought the weed guy from the show Tulsa Kings was on the podcast tonight." <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. weed guy. That's even better. I haven't seen Tulsa King, but that's awesome. That's uh, he's not on the show because he's celebrating his his heritage today. His heritage. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. I did. I did not. I didn't know that yeah. reply happened. I saw the picture. I didn't didn't realize. That's awesome. Yeah, he's not on the show on four twenty. Weed guy from Tulsa Kings. Ah. <laughs> uh. I've got a last one, and I don't know 
understand the context of it. I don't know if context would make it better. Uh, someone te- texted Joey McGuire, the uh, coach of tennis, Texas Tech, excuse me, and said 3,000, or he said, how many retweets for you to climb the crane? He said 3,000 and I'm in. Let's go. Let's go. And I guess it's gotten over 3,000. So is he going to? Is he going to do it? Like, why are you – is that legal? I don't think so. Um, very – I don't know. Just seems like a really dumb thing to do to – to. first off, put the number 3,000. You're the head football coach of a Power 5 school, and you're going to climb a crane for $3,000? You have way more to live for. If he does it, I think this is going to be some stupid publicity stunt. Does it with safety equipment? No safety equipment. He's got to do it. Full go, full tilt, no exceptions. If he dies, oh well, it's what they wanted. Yeah, be a great story. Brian Kelly would probably somehow be implicated, and that'd be interesting <laughs> to see. Yeah, I'd love to see it. How many retweets for you to climb a crane? What's your number? I'm scared to hide, so it'd be a higher number than that, probably. Oh, it'd be like a million. Yeah, me. I'm thinking like I'd do it for ten thousand. That's too low, man. 10,000 people could just want to see you die. There are 10,000 people that are just that mean-spirited out Yeah, there. I probably wouldn't actually do it, but it'd be cool to see 10,000 people retweet it and then I'd not do it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that might be the right move because you would get so many replies back. Every tweet you sent would be a reply back yeah. on the green. That's a, that's a good marketing technique. That would just, all right, uh, clip this. Landon, 10,000 retweets. Climbing, he's, he's, he's climbing the crane. I don't know what crane. The, but I crane. mean, there's 25 of them on Tennessee's campus right now. Oh, perfect. So Good deal. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get Landon up on one of those. I do want to mention the Tennessee softball team real quick. 30, 35 and 5. Line it up. And still, still just making it rain. Making it rain. They're 13 and 2 in conference. They play Florida this weekend. Um, so, yeah, going to be a big weekend. they just coming off a sweep to Kentucky. They won their midweek game against Kennesaw State. So, who the, who Kentucky. Who's that? Oh, that's the team Austin cheers for. BBN. Does he know that? Yeah, is he, is he aware that they got swept this weekend by the University of Tennessee? Get the brooms out, baby. That? I thought about sending that, but it was after I sent the LSU mm. thing. That I did by accident, so I, I couldn't do it on purpose then after. Couldn't so, be. like, they play a weird times. They play, like, Sunday through Monday. Or Saturday through Monday. Yeah, I don't that's I weird. don't like it. I don't like it at all. All right, that's all I got. Me too. I'm starving. I'm eating dinner, and I have no food here, so I'm going to have to run out. So Where are you going? I'm Cookout? Pals? <laughs> oh, I might, I might do pals. Yeah. Nah, I'm probably doing Zaxby's. I've been telling myself Zaxby's mm-hmm. all night. It's hard to like once I once I tell myself Zaxby's, I cannot yeah. get away from that. Your mouth's just ready for it. I feel for that. sure, dude. For you sure. can get the wings and things. Nah, it's too late. Nah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with uh, big Zaxby's. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Like, too much food in the wings yeah. and things. Joey just cut us off. No, you do it. You don't. Did he end it? Do it. <laughs> if you do it, commit to it. No, yeah, we're, still we're bringing the boat in. We're out. Get do out of it. here, Joe.
Get us out of here. I love that. <laughs>